Welcome to this episode of Saturday Night Hive. It is the SNL 2021 draft picks where Hibba and I essentially become NBA insiders and try to figure out who's going to host SNL and who may or may not musical guest SNL this year. I'm Candice and today I'm here with my friend Hibba Murray. Hello Hibba. Hey Candice, good to be back. Good to see you. Um, so this is kind of exciting to me. Every year before this podcast existed, I always kind of to myself tried to like make a list of who might host, who might guest, who might pop up on SNL. And it's been a very fun personal experience, but I really wanted to just put my intentions out there in the world, mainly because if I'm right, I really, really want brownie points from you, Hibba. I wonder, do you do the same thing? Like, do you ever make predictions in your own head? Yeah, I absolutely do. Um, I've never really been into, like, fantasy football or anything. So, like you said, this is, like, our version of that. And I feel like, to be honest, like, the people who do, who pick the host and musical guests kind of, like, keep us on our feet because you can't guess it that much in advance. And I do feel like they might have a booking calendar like scheduled out for like six months out or eight months out or something like that but I feel like they do sometimes make last minute switches um, and they have to be really agile in case people like have something else going on or like this year Morgan Wallen breaking quarantine <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and I think this is an especially at least for the first half of this coming year is going to be especially interesting because there's a few like boxes they have to tick number one can they quarantine in new york city for x amount of weeks two are they down to be tested all the time three are they okay not being morgan wallen and just willy-nilly in alabama and four like is like four do they have a project to promote because considering that in 2020 so many projects were pushed out of way albums delayed movies pushed to hbo max there are so many factors outside of snl that are kind of zoning into snl's picks and at the end of the day i think what snl did really well with their last six episodes of this year was they just picked people who may not have things to promote, like Adele and Issa Rae. They, ju- they just picked people who were willing, who were down, who wanted to bring, like, joy to America at 11.30 on a Saturday night. Now, with that being said, I just want to say that the way I see this draft, because I, too, am not a fantasy football person, I kind of see this as, like, college app season, where you have your reaches to so your Harvards, you know, the people that you really want to host SNL, but it would be kind of like a wild, wild moon guess. Then you have your matches, the schools that like you match GPA with wise. Um, so the people who maybe in 2021 have something coming out, definitely going to hit the circuit and like have a good standing with SNL. And then we have our safeties, the people who are either in the five timers club, which we'll talk about later, or people who are just friends of SNL. So I'm thinking like the Jimmy Fallon's, Melissa McCarthy's, Will Ferrell's, Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell's of the world. <laughs> Regardless, I'm really excited to hear your pick. So Hibba, hit me with your first draft pick of SNL 2021. Yeah, okay, so I love how you tiered it out like that because that's also how I was thinking about it. So my first pick is, it's semi-realistic to be honest because this person does have an album coming out at the very end of January. Um, and they are a pretty good host. They've hosted twice before, so well on their way to the Five Timers Club, including musical guest. Um, But to get to the heart of the matter, I picked this person because 
they are my number one um, celebrity crush. So um, I picked Drake because mm. he has been amazing at hosting yeah. SNL before. You know, he was like in Degrassi. So he like was an actor for a long time. So he actually like does a good job with the sketches. And I think he's pretty down and people like to have him around. Um, so yeah, I, I would love for him to make it to the five timers club and he does have an album coming out, like I said, at the end of January. So I think it's not completely unrealistic, but I think what's more likely is that he will be a musical guest probably a little bit later. So maybe, uh, sometime later in February. So mm. yeah. What do you think? That's a really good pick. Hubba. That's a strong, strong pick. Oh my God. Thank you so much. If this was really the NBA and Mr. Drake, Mr. Aubrey Graham, your husband, um, was coming out of college, coming from Duke University or actually Toronto, he's probably coming from McGill or something, and he was like, I, I would put him as a number one draft pick. I really like that. Um, to this day, one of my favorite sketches of all time, or actually I would say maybe one of my favorite like opening monologues of all time, is when he hosted um, and did like the bar mitzvah thing, the bar mitzvah yes. monologue. One of my favorites. <laughs> superstar never fails to hit his cue cards okay that's a good one i'm gonna call i'm gonna give that a safety i think that that could happen for sure really wow okay i would have <laughs> put it in the reach category <laughs> i don't know i feel like him being a musical guest is like a solid possibility um yeah i don't know i i really hope that he hosts but i feel like if his album was coming out a little later in the year it might be easier with quarantine restrictions and stuff but i, I feel like also quarantine rules like don't always super apply to celebrities like they can just kind of like move freely as they want but the question like you said is like can they quarantine in new york for long enough and like that's really the big question for them yeah that'll be tempting for drake will he can he sit in a hotel room for 14 days and not text rihanna Ooh, good question <laughs> this is hard-hitting investigative <laughs> journalism folks i love that i love that Okay, my first pick for the SNL 2021 draft is none other than my king, Steven Yoon, who is in a lot of, he's getting a lot of buzz right now for the movie Minari. Not only do I love Steven Yoon as an actor, but this is it. This is his moment. He, I hope, gets a best actor nom in the Oscars. There has been some controversy this week about the Golden Globes designating Minari as a foreign film instead of entering it into best picture a lot of hate on my twitter timeline i agree with it hope they change but steven yoon snl would be perfect and uh, i think the movie is hitting streaming and vod like in february so that's kind of when i see it happening but i love steven and another interesting thing is that this week he uh was in a profile for variety where he said that he actually has a second city chicago background like he entered acting by going to Whoa, second city awesome. doing classes doing improv and he like wanted to audition for snl but realized there was no space for him there there were people who did not look like him there so he kind of pivoted and did walking dead and all those great things so this would actually be a great full circle which makes me think he would actually do really well. Like him, Bo and Yang, the magic. Yeah. Yeah, I I really love that pick too. I think it's super solid. I also heard some buzz about it on Twitter because SNL is historically like a lot of other industries in the, the entertainment industry, like bad at diversity and equity and inclusion. So um, I think they've, like when Aquafina hosted, she was like the first Asian woman to host and like, 
20 years or something like mm-hmm. that. And they've had really, like, probably you could count them on one hand, the number of Asian hosts. So I think mm-hmm. that this would be a great move in general. And I love, I so love when people get their start in improv, um, personally, because I do improv and I enjoy it, but also mm-hmm. because um, it's cool to see the versatility, right, that it brings out. Like, you wouldn't think of him as a comedy actor, but to see um that i I love also when hosts come on and they clearly admire comedy like when justin bieber hosted a few years Mm ago uh, we both know that like all of the cast was like yeah he was terrible to work with and like as his recent songs show he's had some like personal growth and awakening recently about all of that kind of stuff and has become more self-aware but i love when like the host goes on and they appreciate like the art that is comedy so i feel like people with an improv background or an acting background like drake would really like be better hosts because they appreciate what it takes to produce a live show yeah that's a really good good point i think steven will surprise and amaze which makes me happy um so hibba what is your second pick for the snl 2021 draft yeah okay so i don't have a specific name for this one but i have a theory and my theory is that this uh past year with the primaries and everything SNL played it like pretty safe like they did a lot of political sketches but they didn't have any political people like in public office come and host um so like you remember like Trump posted like when he was running and like they got a lot of backlash for that um so I think that it might be time for somebody from the Biden administration to come and host SNL this upcoming year And I think it could be like a good strategy on the part of the Biden administration to appear to kind of differentiate them from the Obama administration, but also to appear like young and like with it. I don't think it'll be Biden or Kamala because obviously they don't need that and they're really busy um, and they already won. But I think it could be really funny for like Pete Buttigieg or like Mm. like someone like that. Um, So, yeah, that's my theory. Again, I'm not sure if this will happen, but I'm I'm sort of like doing these as like if I were the person picking, like, this is what I would do. And I'm imagining it kind of in the same vein of, like, Obama doing BuzzFeed videos and, like, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, Pete Buttigieg wants that shine so bad. I mean, look at his Jimmy Kimmel Live hosting experience. Like He really on. does. Yeah, that's a good pick. I like that. So uh, this person I'm picking because they have a movie coming out later this year that is going to be a big, big deal his name is Simu Liu. So a lot of people might know Simu because he is in this really, really, really adorable, well-written comedy called Kim's Convenience uh, from the CBC. You can find it on Netflix. He is funny, but he is crazy hot. He has been hot. Homeboy's got abs for days. And he just kind of fits that like perfect amount of charisma and charm in a Jake Gyllenhaal way but he's not white so I like him um that is my pick I love him he would actually do really great and I'm pretty sure he I'm pretty sure from Kim's Convenience he is like comedy chops he knows timing he knows facial expressions I think he'd be great yeah I really love that one I think I think like you said he would be awesome and he's super hot and he's funny which is like all I ever really want in a host to be honest like uh person of color who's hot and funny that's all you need exactly all right Hibba, what is your next pick for the draft okay so my next pick is i'm gonna put this person around like mid-year maybe early summer late summer maybe even end of spring depending on 
how things are moving. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and venture and say that they're going to bring Tom Hanks back like once the <gasps> COVID, uh, like once COVID is like quieting down and quarantine is kind of like, you know, phasing down. I think that they're tr- going to try to like bring things back full circle and have him post and be like a symbol of like, oh, we made it through this terrible year and like remember um, like when he hosted a year ago, like what was happening. So I I feel like they're it's a little bit of a sentimental pick. But also, I feel like he didn't get to do a lot of, like, actual hosting because that was one of their at-home episodes. So I feel like um, I I also think he's in the five-timers club. Um, so he's one of so, those, like, yeah. reliables. So, yeah, that's what I think. Uh, I honestly could totally see him getting the second dose of the vaccine on stage for his monologue. Like... For it's sure, so funny because, yeah. like, reading all of these end-of-year, like, reviews and timelines and stuff, people really, people really took COVID seriously in America when Tom Hanks, our sweetheart, like, got COVID. So it's almost, like, full circle to see him on stage live getting the second dose of the vaccine. I say second dose because he probably um has the first one. To be honest, if he's going to host, like when normal people are like starting to get the vaccine then they'll probably just give him like a placebo because he will already have gotten it that is so funny oh my god that's so funny it's just sprite um okay i want to clarify i'm not a doctor but i do feel strongly (laughs) about not injecting sprite into your veins to be honest sprite isn't even like good for you when you drink it normally how you're supposed to when you drink it raw you're right (laughs) okay i love sprite though shout out sprite well, you're you're not only did you like come at it, but now you want the endorsement deal. Have a twenty for free Sprite at your local McDonald's. I just, okay, rude. I just don't <laughs> want to like. I don't know. I just don't want to tear down Sprite like that, right? Like, mm. like if you if you're going around saying that you should inject it into people, like obviously I have to put that theory down. But like mm-hmm. Sprite itself doesn't deserve that hate. You know what I mean? You're right. You're right. It's a small startup. They're just trying to look for funding. I totally get it. <laughs> um, I, I heard they got a few angel investors. On angellist.co. <laughs> oh God, I can't. I love that. All right. Well, that's a good pick, Heba. That's a good reliable pick, I have to say. Thank you. Okay. So my next pick is Zendaya. Oh my God. I love that so much. It's Zendaya Coleman queen of my heart now here's the reason why i think she has a good shot number one she has this netflix movie that's coming out pretty soon called malcolm and marie on netflix starring her and john david washington it looks good i think it's mainly known for the novelty of the fact that it was one of the first productions to both start and end during the pandemic you know it was uh directed and written with sam levinson who also created euphoria and that's another thing euphoria is coming in hot with those holiday specials um, and she won the Emmy. She is the youngest Emmy winner of the best actress category for, for that show. So I love Zendaya. I also think there's a Spider-Man sequel coming out this summer. So there is, yeah, there's a lot of drops. There's a lot of opportunities for her to come through. I'm just surprised she hasn't done it yet. I love Zendaya. She has stage presence. We never forget Shake It Up on Disney Channel. And I just <laughs> Long live Shake It Up. <laughs> Long live Shake It Up Chicago. Um, And I love her. So my pick is Zendaya. I think that's a really solid pick. And I think it's really plausible, too. To be honest, like, so after she won the Emmy, I feel like if we weren't in quarantine times, that would have been the perfect opportunity for them to draft her to host. 
Um, but I think just because like things haven't been as flexible this year, they didn't end up doing that. But you're right. It is really surprising to me that she hasn't hosted yet because she's been on the come up for like a year and a half, two years now where she's like kind of like launched herself from like child actress to like mainstream, like household name. So I definitely think it's coming and I think that's a really solid pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Hiba, who is your fourth pick for the SNL 2021 draft? Okay, so my fourth pick is sort of like a category of person, and um, I, like we discussed earlier and like the reason we have this show, SNL is not great at diversity, um, mm. so I feel like they're going to have to have kind of like a generic like hot white guy movie star host, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure exactly who that will be. There are quite a few movies coming out this year where the lead actor, again, because the entertainment industry is not super diverse is like a hot white guy um but there is a new james bond movie also coming out so i feel like they they do love to kind of play off that um so i'll say somebody who's like a lead actor in a big action film the last show they did before pandemic shut it down was daniel craig i believe in march so that's a good pick Rami Malek is the villain in James Bond, and he's never hosted, but I could totally see him being set up to host SNL. Ooh, yeah, I really love that pick. Yeah. Yeah, so my fourth pick is pure reach, pure reach. It is Yahya abdul Medin II from Watchmen. Oh my god, I love this pick. I love Yahya so much. He is not only hot but he seems sensitive and he seems like someone who reads and someone who wants to talk about what he's reading oh i love him um and i'm basing this all from his like desus and mira interview um and i love it so the only thing i think the only thing of note that yaya is coming out with in 2021 is Candyman, which is directed by nia da costa coming out hopefully mid of the year uh which is tough because SNL usually breaks for the season around May, June. So it's going to be tough. However, you know, Candyman was originally supposed to come out this year in theaters. It was pushed back to next year in theaters. I think Nia, the director, her whole thing is like, I just want people to see it in a theater where it's meant to be seen. So she might push it again. So I don't know. But I love Yaya so much. I love this pick. Also, I just want to say that I feel like the theme of our picks is like celebrity crushes which is totally oh, fine honestly. yes 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 and look are we using this podcast as a platform to let them know we're crushing on them i don't know maybe just a little bit i mean if they want to take it that way it's fine by me yeah drake you know where to find us um cool all right, Hibba, what is your last pick for the SNL 2021 host draft? Okay, so my final pick, it kind of was in the old reliable like Friends of SNL category that you had set up earlier. Um, recently, we got some sad but also sort of hopeful news. Um, so I don't know if that makes this more or less likely, but my last pick is John Mulaney. And I know that he's hosted a bunch of times, especially recently, and it's kind of a little bit easier for him to host because I think he's already in New York and he's like writing on uh, Late Night with Seth and he's just kind of like in the SNL family. He is in rehab, so I'm not sure how long he'll be there for, but I wish him a speedy recovery and I would love to see him 
back on the SNL stage um, just kind of like doing his thing and being funny. And to be honest, I like didn't love John Mulaney that much before like I started diving into his stand up specials because I had sort of dismissed him as this like another like straight white guy doing comedy. Great. Like I know so many of those like a lot of people in improv, a lot of white guys in improv um, kind of like think they're funnier than they are. But John Mulaney is like so self-depreciating with his humor and it's like about nothing, but it's about everything. Like he falls into that category of like like the quirky comedian that like you can't really hate him like he's just like there you know (laughs) he's just like um and all SNL alumni have a soft spot in my heart I just want to also make a little caveat that John Mulaney does not fall into the celebrity crush category I would love love to be friends with him if he hears this but just want to clarify wow have a friend zoning him already I feel like he would listen to this and he'd be like oh I'm not surprised Like, my first pick right out the gate was, like, Drake. So, like, it's, like, you know, not the same. That is so funny, Hibba. Oh, my God. I just love... I love that you just immediately friend-zoned John Mulaney. (laughs) He's married. He doesn't... He's fine. So, you were saying he friend-zoned you first. Basically. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, I think at the end of the day, what your pick is, is really just... It would be so, so, so good to see him back on the SNL stage. I... He's someone who I feel like does a good job of opening up parts of himself that can be painful, yeah, but ultimately reason, I guess very like- helpful and inspiring for those who also go through it. And I feel like he would talk about his time in rehab and kind of what happened there. But the other thing he would bring back is a good old Pete Davidson, John Mulaney hijinks at the Weekend Update desk, which I think we all need, if I'm being honest. The underlying like secret reason for picking John Mulaney and really rooting for him is because I love his friendship with Pete Davidson, and we've also talked about how Pete Davidson is super endearing um, to me, to us, to some people, and yeah, I would love to see them kind of like have their friendship back on Weekend Update and just in sketches in general. So, are you in a friend zone, Pete, as well? Or are you going to shoot your shot at him right now? Right now, girl. You've been shooting your shot. You've been (laughs) shooting your shot. It's like, I like to think of it more as a campaign. I don't, like, I wouldn't put him in the category of, like, like I was talking about, like, the hot, like, white guy front man. You know what Mm. I'm saying? But I just like him as a person and his personality. And I just think Mm. that, like, we could definitely be, like, cool friends and just, like, hang out, you know? Mm. Yep, 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 yep. I have a, you're so sweet. (laughs) also isn't he like i don't know who he's dating right now but i'm sure he's dating someone so yeah i don't know maybe it's you for all i know maybe this is actually a very elaborate cover to cover your relationship with pete davidson which i miss i must say good job hiva thank you so much no if i was dating him i would definitely have him on the show oh my god listen you have to come do this thing oh my god he would (laughs) surprised he he doesn't have his own podcast Maybe Ugh, he just does, wait. And I just don't know. Just wait. I mean, the thing is, like, I'm. If he did not have SNL, like, if SNL did not come back when it did, I'm sure he would have signed a podcast deal with iHeartRadio and been like, "It's just me and what I have listened." Heck yeah, I would have. Yeah, Heck for yeah. sure. I feel like him and like all of his friends that are like these wholesome friends, like John Mulaney, and like they could have a podcast, and I would totally listen to it. A hundred percent. Um. So my last pick is Carrie Mulligan of Promising Young Women, which is directed and written by Emerald Fennell, uh, who, by the way, plays Camilla in The Crown. 
Kind of a weird flip-flop. But it's been getting some good reviews. It's getting some Oscar buzz buzz. And Carrie has not been on the show in a while. But she's got some uh, she's got some stage presence. So I think that could be a vibe. And she is my pick. Definitely a, uh, in terms of college ranking, definitely like a met. Like a, what's it called? Like a match. She is a match. Like a possibility. Like a real possibility. All right. Um, so Hiba, I gotta be honest, music is weird because it, to be an artist nowadays in a pandemic, it's either you drop your album when no one asked you to, or you never drop an album and you make us really sad about it, Rihanna. So in terms of musical guest predictions, uh, I just want to know, do you have any musical guest predictions or people that you really want to see on the show in 2021? Yeah. Okay. So I have like a... A working theory about musical guests and that is that they sort of do like the opposite so they'll take somebody who doesn't match the fan base of the host so that they can get more people to tune in just for the musical guest so you'll have like maybe I don't know someone in like a thriller movie and then you'll have like a band that's like country or something like that and I feel like they don't they don't always like make them super cohesive but the point is that First of all, they're, sometimes they do take, like, really giant, like, stars and put them as the musical guests, but a lot of the time it is also kind of, like, these up-and-coming folks that have become recently the more famous in, like, the last year or two, so I feel like they always kind of, like, pick somebody from a different world than the host so that they can have more viewership. In addition to that theory, I do have a few names of folks who I know are coming out with new music that I think might be musical guests these are kind of just like loose guesses mm-hmm. um but i do know that morgan wallen who was on and got in trouble for not quarantining correctly is coming out with a new album in january so i feel like it might be possible for him to make another appearance towards like the end of next year you think he's gonna come back morgan like wallen they made space for him i don't personally like that they did this but they made space for him to be able to come back even mm-hmm. after he broke the rules like really publicly and disrespectfully. Okay. So I feel like if he becomes even more famous after the launch of his album, then I don't mm-hmm. know, he might even okay. host. I'm not going to say I'm not saying I would like him to. I'm saying <laughs> it's a possibility. It's a strategy. It's a strategy. Okay, cool. Okay. Cool. But my other two actual picks are um, Sia, she has a new album coming oh. out in February, oh, and yeah. she is, like, definitely a household name, and I don't think has put out music in a while, mm-hmm. um, and just, like, the to perform on SNL, it's, like, really, like, a theatrical performance, and, like, with her wigs and stuff, it lends itself to the theatrics. Okay, so another guest that I have is Kid Cudi, because he just dropped an album really recently, and I think he's kind of, like, the right vibe for SNL, so he's, like, Uh, pretty well known like a pretty mainstream but hasn't dropped any music in a while and i think a lot of people would tune in to listen to him perform so yeah i'm gonna say kid cuddy that's a great one no he definitely has a bit of like a he he has a huge stage presence he's pals with pete davidson so he's got that in in and also do you remember when kid cuddy was like in a sketch well he was in a sketch with pete davidson and kyle mooney where kyle mooney like dressed up like pete davidson and like tried to be him to be cool he was in it so he's walked the halls we'll we'll play back the tape for you later <laughs> cool. so he's a friend 
All right. Those are good picks. Um, so I I also just have three musical picks. Um, these are ones that I'm kind of basing off of this year alone in their releases, but I do really, really like these people. First one is Rina Sawayama. She is, I think, possibly going to be the next queen of pop. She is doing a lot of great work in the space, and it's very, very weird she did not get nominated for Best Album of the Year at the Grammys for 2021, but it's okay. We move on forward. She can only go up, and I think she would do an amazing, amazing job on SNL. Kind of in that same pop space, I have to be honest, uh, I was a fan of this person, like, before people needed to know who she was. I'm talking about Doja Cat, who has kind of become an interestingly kind of divisive figure in the music industry just because. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like, I really loved her very first song, Moo, which I loved. Uh, And then she kind of got, she signed to a record label. They really, like, amplified her look to, like, a a level that's a little bit away from who she originally was. But with that came, like, the TikTok success and Say So and, like, all these things. Um, but I really love her song Juicy, uh, and there is a Tiger remix. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see him ever again. Um, but I love Doja Cat. I think she do great. I think she do great. My last pick. So my observation with SNL is when it comes to the, like, the lineup of who they pick, they always have someone who is emerging, but still a small name that they, they always pick like one or two each year. My pick is a singer-songwriter from Los Angeles. Her name is Ash, spelled A-S-H-E. She has a song that's hit the radio this past year called Moral of the Story. And it's this, like, very beautiful, aching song about her getting divorced. Like, she got married when she was 21. Like, such a beautiful story. Heartbreaking story. But the reason I think she has a good shot at it is because Niall Horan, 1D fame, put his cosign on it, and he jumped on a remix with her for the song, performed it from the Royal Albert Hall in London on Late Late Show with James Corden. He could come back for the SNL performance. I think if she hits that song and releases one more that kind of hits the charts too, I think she's a great contender for SNL 2021. And she's got a really stripped down piano strings kind of like vibe to her. So... Those are the three people that, truthfully, I don't know if they'll do it, but I would love to see them on the SNL stage. Um, but yeah, Bahiba, you wanted to bring up something that I kind of teased earlier. The Five Timers Club. Tell me a little bit what you think about the Five Timers Club. Yeah, okay, so they haven't talked about the Five Timers Club in a while on SNL, but every once in a while they kind of do an induction ceremony where somebody who has hosted five times gets to don one of their like velvet like maroon robes and it's like this big deal and it's like a funny ceremony and a lot of people in the five timers club come back for it so um it's like a star-studded episode so you've got people like tina fey justin timberlake bill murray ben affleck will ferrell i was surprised to know that scarlett johansson is in the five timers club because to be Mm. honest i think i only watched one episode where she hosted but this makes the romance with colin jost make a lot more sense oh my god um but okay so i was looking at the list of folks who are like close like people who have hosted four times but aren't quite there and to be honest i don't really see any promising people on there like for example Lindsay lohan has voted hosted four times but 
um like not to drag her or anything but like i don't think that she's going to be hosting snl in 2021 like that would no. be a dramatic life change for her um beyonce like i would love for beyonce I, she's she hasn't hosted i don't know if this counts but she was like a special guest and a musical guest and stuff mm-hmm. like that um so yeah i don't know is I, there anyone else on the four timers club this isn't that you found four timers okay so uh jack black could be interesting. Mm, interesting he hasn't been in around in the snl world for a while um he was a host three times in a musical guest once and then um miley cyrus also hosts three <laughs> times musical guest once i think mm-hmm. she kind of like pops back up every once in a while um so yeah i could see her being on i'm not sure I'd, i don't I love, I just love the episodes where they like bring everybody back and they do an induction ceremony and I think it's really funny, but mm-hmm. um, I'm not really sure if that's on the horizon this year. What do you think? Is Tom Hanks on in the Five Timers Club or is he like in the 17 Timers Club? Oh no, he's definitely in the Five Timers Club. He hosted, according to this website, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, snlfandom.com, he has hosted nine times and been a special Whoa! guest seven times, so... Steve Martin. Okay, so Alec Baldwin has the most, 17 as host, 26 with special guest. I think that's because of the Trump appearances. Yeah. Um, And then Steve Martin, 15 times as host. So, Whoa. yeah, it's a lot. Oh, my God, that's bananas. I think it's, like, funny because there's people who've, like, hosted more than five times. <laughs> it's kind of clear that they hosted before we cared about SNL. That just really shows our age. It really does. I just, like, for me to even think about... Alec Baldwin being in his prime acting, hosting, like, I don't know if I've seen an episode that he actually hosted, maybe one or twice, but definitely not 17. Like, we missed that. I know. Who do you think runs that website, by the way? Um. Okay, so it's like snlfandom.com slash wiki. So I think there's like, it's like, I think it's one of those like offshoots of Wikipedia where like people contribute to it because you can edit it. There's an edit button. Do you think Alec Baldwin edits every time he does Trump? He, like, goes home, goes on the website, and he's like, boop, 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 done. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what he does. Or he has his personal assistant do it, but it's really important to him. Or one of his five kids, TBH. What else are they good for? <laughs> oh, that's mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, that's Are hilarious. we not allowed to be mean? This is a safe space for shade. <laughs> we are allowed to bully people as long as they are punch-ups. No punch-downs, just punch love it my last thing hibba is that i want to put a thought into everyone's heads right now it is a very weird thought but do you ever have those people that they're either not big enough or they're just not in enough big projects but you love them to death and you want to see them on snl like at some point 100 percent for sure yeah, I consider these people like evergreen SNL picks. One of my like big evergreen SNL picks is Keegan Michael Key. A lot of people know oh, him from yes, Key yes, and yes. Peel. Yeah. I love him so much. And he comes from a theater background, but he's done a solid chunk of improv. He's just so good and he seems so nice. And I want to see him kill it. He also does really good impressions. He's also like a big deal. I don't know why they haven't had him on. I know. I think it's because he never played like the leading man. Maybe that's another story for Hollywood but he's a leading man in my heart. I want to put this person as an honorable mention on our draft because this is, this isn't even Harvard. This is like applying to Harvard extension school Mars because there is both no way this will happen yet. There is a small, small hole that may let us through. 
I have a weird feeling Meghan Markle's going to host SNL. What? Oh, my God. Do you do? Okay, so I was actually thinking about this recently, and I I don't know what made me think about it. I think it's because I've been watching The Crown, and also you told me that Meghan and Harry have a deal to produce a podcast, like the Obamas. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think it would be so like ironic and hilarious and interesting because it is like kind of like taking power back and like directing your own media narrative but at the same time it's like a giant like f you to the entire british establishment because she's like i'm leaving because i want to be out of the spotlight but i will be in the spotlight sometimes in new york you know Mm -hmm. yeah i just there is a part of me that kind of feels like she's going to be asked to host SNL. I'm going to say October just because I feel witchy. And Meghan and Harry pre-pandemic was probably the biggest news of 2020. Once again, pre-pandemic. We right. thought that was going to be like... It was a different def- time. Different time. We thought that was going to be like the defining headline of the year. I'm not going to say that they're mad that they're not. I'm just saying that now they are on a hill that's kind of going up. And it started with oh, the multi-million dollar Netflix deal. I don't know what they're going to produce. They're probably going to be in front of the camera. And then there comes a Spotify deal that hits in December. And I think the reason why I feel like that grounds them a bit is because it brings them to this forefront of like, okay, our new brand is we want to be relatable. We want to be in your ears. We want to be the people that you go to to just like learn things, think things, whatever. And I honestly just feel like the ultimate welcome home to America for Megan is going to be to host SNL, especially because the thing about SNL is that we do turn to it when things happen, both in the world and politically and culturally. Megan and Harry were part of a family that not only has like been at like They've been so powerful for so long. They are an easy person to mock and write sketches about. Wouldn't it totally subvert the narrative to have Meghan Markle go to the top, come back, and then be like, hey guys, here's what I saw, and here's me doing an opening monologue in New York where BT dubs, I had my baby shower. I just, I see it happening. I can't say I want it to happen. But I see it, and if I'm right, I literally want to, like, throw myself a huge party, and I will invite Drake. Do you want to come, Hibba? <laughs> I will absolutely be there. I really love this pick. It is definitely a wild card, like you said, sort of out there in Mars. It's kind of like one of those things that's, like, it's so crazy, it just might work. And, like, tangentially, they did have Claire Foy on the show hosting, like, two years ago, who plays Queen Elizabeth on The Crown. And so I think... I don't know they like they don't shy away from that drama like I feel like they would be crazy enough to pitch it and she might be like strategic enough to accept it and then they could have a whole lot of fun yeah so Hibba we have come up with 10 really great host picks a few musical picks some wild card picks from some crazy people out here in these streets but I feel good about our list and if we get at least two I think we deserve a pizza party and you guys are all invited we'll send the zoom code it'll be great um but at the end of the day I think the reason why I love stuff like this is not only because I get the opportunity to be right but because you know these are this is like a wish list of people and things we want to see and I don't know I, I even though SNL 
doesn't care about me. I care about SNL a lot. And I'm excited to see what the new year brings. Um, but yeah. So anyway, thank you so much, Hibba, for playing the SNL 2021 draft with me. Yeah, of course. I'm so happy to be here. Honestly, I would have done this anyways, but I'm glad we got to talk about it. And I think you're right. If we get at least one or two correct, I'll be happy with that. Exactly. So we will keep all of you guys updated on how we're doing. We'll make a little scorecard or something. It'll be really exciting. Um, But thank you for listening. I guess we'll see you in 2021 when we find out if we have gotten any picks in the January lineup for SNL. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. All right. See you in the new year. Bye. Bye.